I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Episode 25, The Problems of a Power Girl with Sydney Penza. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I, as many of you know, am a fashionista by heart, and I am a huge fan of all objects which sparkle and shine. And I've found as of late with my state of working from home, um, unless I'm going to a press event or going to a client meeting in person, most days I'm dressed down. And by dressing down, I mean I'm in jeans, shorts, or a sundress or something like that, sometimes sweats. But I always, always place some bling on my ears, around my neck, on my fingers, and on my wrist because it makes me feel instantly glamorous despite what I might be wearing on my outside. And one of my favorite, favorite go-to places is Furco's Fine Jewelry. They are the absolute best. They manufacture more or less everything in-house and you can find some amazing, amazing deals there. They have diamonds, they have rose gold, they have yellow gold, they have white gold and everything in between. Gemstones, anything that you would need for your own person, for fashion pieces, for a loved one, for your mom, for a sister, maybe for your boyfriend or girlfriend. They have men and women, obviously, um, and tons and tons of selections with amazing price points. So if you want to check them out, they are at furcosfinejewelry.com and they're all over social media at Furcos Fine Jewelry. And if you use the code MINDY15 at checkout, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. So shop, shop, shop till you drop, drop, drop. <laughs> and make me proud. Well, I have a special treat to you speaking of gems. Her name is Sydney Penza. And Sydney is a 20-year news television reporter anchor. She is a devoted mom of two. She's involved in the community in Philadelphia. She does a lot in philanthropy. She's super fun. She's extremely driven, so together. And she is one of the strongest women that I know. And I'm lucky to be able to call her one of my very, very best friends. Sydney is by all definitions and every which way, very much a power girl. So just like 
I identify myself as a power girl. We have some debacles sometimes in the dating space. Sometimes men don't necessarily want a power girl. And by power girl, I mean someone who's very focused on their career and self-sufficient and can stand on their own and doesn't necessarily, quote, need a guy. But we both want one, much like you guys listening. So this is going to be an amazing conversation with Sydney. Take a look. Okay, you guys, I have a treat today. This woman is beyond power girl. She is a powerhouse. Um, she is one of my one of my best friends, and we've known each other for like thirty some, maybe forty years. No, not forty. I, Wait, we're not that old. <laughs> I know. Well, one day we can say that. No, I guess like 30, 30 years or so, give or take. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. so Sydney, say hi to everybody before I like hi, do the show. Hi, everybody. Hi, Mint. It's hi. Sydney Penza. How are you? I am Thanks good. Thank you for being here. So for everybody listening at home, Sydney is, as I mentioned in the intro, she is an amazing anchor reporter. She um, works in Philadelphia. She's worked in a variety of media markets, um, spent about two decades of her life on camera. And we grew up in the same town, um, went to the same high school. Sydney was the very popular um, upperclassman, athlete, dated like the homecoming king, like the whole nine. So beautiful. We all like, we're like, oh, Sydney, Sydney. <laughs> and um, her, her brother was my grade and, um, you know, was very close with me and a lot of my friends. And then later on in life, not later on in life, but a few years later, fast forward after college for me, Sydney was already working in TV and I was trying to break into the industry and she was gracious enough to share um, her own uh, you know, experience and giving me some advice and so forth about getting started. And then later, even so much, that, that much more later, um, when I left television, Sydney um, was on the receiving end of the stick when I would pitch stories and things like that. And then we just became fast friends, like closer friends, I should say, because we already were friends. But we, and then she went through a life change, a divorce like myself. Um, and you've been divorced a few years longer than me, correct, Sid? Yeah, so it's been six years now, going on six years this fall. And uh, yeah, 2014. So, and I think you're, I remember having lunch. I remember you and I talking about stuff when we were both going through this. So we've definitely helped each other through it. Yeah, we still continue to do so, I think, in yeah. a lot of different ways. And um, Sydney and I are really tight. We travel together. We travel with our kids together. She's two children like I do. Our children have become very good friends. And we often joke, well, not necessarily fully joke, because there's a little truth to every joke, <laughs> that, we're, <laughs> that we're both going to sell our individual homes and purchase one big house with, this, with the resources put together and raise our kids and, um, you know, be able to date and have someone home with them and switch sides and maybe sell it to a show, right? Yeah. <laughs> casa, casa divorcee. Like, I don't know. Mindy can go on a date Friday night. I can go on a date Saturday night. We, our kids would you know, just have great fun together. It would be awesome. We'll, yeah, we'll land on the Today Show. We can write a book about it. You know, other women will probably do that. I know. I think it's awesome. We'll, st I we'll start the Which new trend. 
because we're power girls, right? Which can be somewhat of a problem sometimes when you're dating. Sometimes. Would it, so have you found that men um, are ever, or do they tend to be ever intimidated by your success with your business and your career and, you know, your mindset and your, you know, um, I can do attitude, which is all amazing. Um, you know, but I think from some of the research that I've done and I've shared with you some of the articles and stuff. We've kind of talked a little bit about that before the show, you know, um, men are used to being like the masculine energy and sometimes they aren't overly thrilled when there's a strong woman in the fold because they feel like they're competing for that energy. Would you agree? Sure. I think, listen, men want to feel like they can provide and they can take care of a woman and they, um, like the recognition for that. So I don't think it starts out with someone feeling intimidated. I feel like it starts out, you know, being intrigued, but if they see a woman who can take care of their career, take care of their house, take care of their kids, maybe there are some men that are going to say, what is, well, what does she, what does she need me for? So I think, uh, if that, begins to surface, you know, strong women also have to step back. And if a man wants to do something that's assertive uh, or do something nice for us, we need to allow that to happen. We need to, and, and then be able to, instead of saying, oh, I got that. I, you know, I can, I can do it. I can handle it. Just say, thank you. Yeah, I agree with that. I think for me, a lot of guys are surprised that I really want them to do things like that because I know I can come off strong. I am strong as you are. Um, but I was, it's a lot of, I guess, personalities or how, you know, you're raised. And in my family, my father did and frankly still does do quite a bit for my mom. Um, and so, so you saw you that know, as an example, that was your example. Exactly. So I look for the same kind of relationship or partnership. Like I want to be able to help my partner and do quite a bit as well and hold my own. And, you know, I think that's part of being a partner, but I definitely love it when a guy, you know, can figure out where we're going to go to dinner or, um, you know, plans a trip or not necessarily has to be anything extravagant, but like something thoughtful like that or thoughtful, takes charge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Make love that. And it's I, like, I think we tend yeah. to do it, you know, we, t even on a date I went on recently, I think he was playing golf or he was, you know, so I just said, um, and obviously during the pandemic, you can only sit outside. So what I found is the reservations are hard to come. I just, I'll handle it and you do it. But you know, it is nice when they take charge. It is take charge. I can't talk tonight. It is it's nice when they take charge. <laughs> Do you, I find that I'm taking charge more with the Tandemic too, though, because I'm like a planner and right. I, and if you don't get on it, you're going to lose. <laughs> so. Right. so time is valuable. So you need to at least secure your spot if it's going to be a, in a picnic yeah. table or under a tent in a parking lot to have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee. So. I, I know. Remember we had our glass of wine on a picnic bench? We did. We had, we couldn't get a reservation for anything that night, but we were last night. I think that was, we didn't have reservations. That was the problem. Cause that was like the first, I think the restaurants had just opened like maybe that Wednesday and that was like a Friday and we're like, let's right. go out. Let's go out. <laughs> like we're going to get right in. <laughs> we ordered oh, wow. and they delivered it to go to our picnic bench and we had yes. a little toast. Yes. of our our drinks it was fun it was fun it was fun that was like one of yeah. the most fun nights actually sometimes nights like that turn out to be like one of your best memories so when anyway yes so that said um i i have to say like i sometimes do get pushback guys are like i bet you, you guys find you be very intimidating because you're so busy or you're so blah 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 or
before. One guy once, I've said this before on the show, once said to me, making a date with you, Mindy, is like going to the doctor because I'm like, well, in two weeks, but I'm like, hello, like, uh, but I don't know. Like, I me, you, with kids and stuff, it's not just because of all work stuff, like, but right? It's not. I mean, if you're sharing custody, then there's, you know, you're co-parenting. So your kids are with you sometimes or with their right. daddy certain times. So yeah, there's definitely planning that has to be done. Um, two weeks out, you push them two weeks out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, because I also oh. go back and forth to New York, which also hinders sure. my availability too, because I'm not always physically in the same spot all the time. So the days I don't have my kids, most, most, and not in a pandemic, but most times I'm usually in Manhattan, but I'll stay back like to, to, right. I think you make an effort. I mean, I know how busy your schedule is and you make an awesome effort. Sometimes I think with me, it's difficult. I mean, Mindy, let's be honest in the news business. It's hard to schedule going to, you know, Pilates or the dentist appointment. So scheduling a date, you're thinking, all right, well, I really don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow and at what time. So yeah, yeah. um, the weekends are a whole lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all you have is the weekends to like make sure know that you're not going to have to get stay late or get called. Or if you would get sent to the Poconos or Allentown, like you could be done the air a certain time, but that doesn't mean you're going to get back to the station by a certain time and you still have to go right. home. And yeah, it's a lot. I understand that totally. And um, in the very beginning, some people want to give you a Tuesday night, not a Saturday night. So, and I know I'm like that sometimes as well until you get to know somebody until you really want to know that you want to spend your weekend time with them. Oh, I guess it's a Saturday night, Saturday night. <laughs> Life, <laughs> most of mine lately, even reading a book, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know, which I'm happy with. I read a couple good ones the last couple of weeks. Anyway, um, okay, so some of the problems um, of the Power Girl also pertain to our attitude. Um, sometimes we are, as I said, my issue is sometimes availability, but others tend to play the game of not being available. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that you should play a game? Do you think you should just be honest? If you like the guy and you want to see them again, go for it and see them. Do you think you should give it a beat before you call or text them back? Like what's your MO? So I'm not, I don't want someone to play games with me. So I certainly don't want to play games with them. And if I like the person, then I'm not going to, you know, wait an hour, wait to text them the next day. Um, Text them back or, you know, have, tell them, you know, call me. A guy who likes you um, is not just going to text. He's going to pick up the phone. He's going to call. He's going to want to hear your voice. He's going to want to get to know um, a little bit about you. And then I think there's a comfort level that you know someone is sincere or genuine and then schedule the date. So yeah, I'm not into, and, and when it happens to me, if they do it to me and, you know, fall off and just vanish, uh, you know, the whole ghosting uh, and don't That's text awful. you back. Then, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. See you later. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> or they'll come back. There's this one guy that. <laughs> Another funny story. They just come out of the woodwork. I swear to God. All right. So this one guy, I met him on Christmas Eve. I don't even think I've ever told you about this. Maybe once. He's like, not really. Yeah, this sounds fresh. This sounds new. I don't know. All right. I met him on Christmas Eve. The story's fresh. He's not. He's he's stale. So the... 
mold. So the, um, I met him on Christmas Eve and it was, uh, or maybe it wasn't Christmas Eve. I think it was like the night, the day before it was like the 23rd. Cause he's not Jewish. So he wouldn't have gone Christmas Eve. He's with his family and all, which is okay. obviously where he should be. I vaguely, I vaguely remember this, but keep going. Uh, so we met for a drink and he was cool. I liked him. Like whatever. Um, he lived in like the Philly area. So he wasn't a New York guy. He was like a Philly guy. Right. So, um, then he would text me, I think I went away on a trip or something. I forget there was like a, and then he was away with his kids. There was like a two week stretch that we couldn't get together again. Um, but I was willing to go on a second date as was he, we both kind of like wanted to see. And then he sort of fell off the face of the earth. And I think I started seeing somebody else for a little while or whatever. And then we lost touch. And then like months later, and I don't mean like two months, I mean like six months, he shows back up in my text thread. So he's texting and he wanted to get together. And then like, I think we loosely made a date because at that point I wasn't seeing anybody and I was like, whatever. Yeah. And I'm okay. like, and he was, he was like willing to come to New York or something. I forget. It was something like crazy. Never like the, the date came and left. Never. <laughs> I mean, I didn't care. I made other plans and hear from him, but I'm like, no. and then like that kind of situation, like it's like every four to six, if you will, months, he would um, resurface in the text. And he oh. just texted me like yesterday. I like, I finally just didn't even reply anymore. I'm so nice. Like I just feel bad. I'm like, too nice too. Yeah. And I feel like there are women, honestly, that we're going to mistake that as attention or they really, or like being genuine that they really like you. But I truly feel that on the other end of the phone, they're sending out, you know, two or three or four or seven text messages yeah. to these different women and okay, who's going to bite? So is that really the person we want to give our time to? No, that's really, really good advice. And it's probably a hundred percent true, which leads me to the other one that we were talking about not that long ago <laughs> about this guy I was seeing who had texted me. I mean, when I say seeing, I was more like, I don't even know. I wasn't physically seeing him. I mean, I sort of, I guess, did it a couple times, but I would never classify him by any stress as like a boyfriend seeing or anything like that. But anyway, my pretty princess, good morning. Oh, <laughs> and then he'd yeah. be like, my That's pretty so princess, good night. Like, and the whole day would go by. I'm like, well, what did you do all day? Like, did you like hide under a rock? Like, do you, so I had like all these things happened to me like we just didn't know each other and then he's like wanting to see me like and he was like long distance and what a nightmare right come on yeah and he wanted to dance with you he but he here's the thing <laughs> yeah. they, they can hide dance behind with me. i know i can't wait to dance with you i can't wait. i remember you saying he was going to see you on the 21st or the 21st you know oh, yeah. i oh, think yeah, yeah, yeah. They've met, they can they can hide behind the phone and act like they know you when they really don't know you. If they're not asking about you, they're not asking about your day. If you just say my pretty princess, good morning and good night, you know, what are you Cinderella? Like, I, <laughs> I know, right. I know. I always say that. Yeah. I'm Cinderella. I want to be, but not like in real life, just in my own little dreams. I know. Right. So what, do you ever have anything like that with guys? Did they ever like kind of just like sort of like scratch surface with you and then yeah, a little bit. I, th I think what happens um, for me, and I know that I'm going off topic a little bit, Mind, but I don't love if someone is paying too much attention too soon. Right. So, you know, and the pace of the texting and good morning and good night and hello and this, and they're acting sort of like they know you when they don't know you yet. So I don't like when someone maybe says things on text that they like there was a, there was a guy that I was texting with a couple weeks back and mm -hmm. 
I said something and I was being funny and he was like, chill out, Sid. And I was like, chill out. I was like, like, I never even met you yet. So I like, why are you telling me to chill out? And by the way, I was being funny. So I, right. Right. Ew. Uh, Bye-bye. Move on. Right. Yeah. Did I answer your question? I feel like I didn't. Yeah. No, you definitely did. Yeah. Okay. So detriments of the power girl continuing on. Um, (laughs) all right. So studies also say that, um, you know, not to be the priority, um, or not, I'm sorry, you always be the priority, right? That's, that's like, that's the number one. Don't make them. I'm joking, but don't be too much. Don't make them like your top priority too soon. So you would agree with that, right? Like not to drop all of your plans, but if you actually are available, be available. But if you have plans with your friends or whatever it may be, keep those plans. Not going to break plans with my children or, you know, not going to, I have never done that. And I would never break plans with my children for someone. But yeah, so that's part of the pacing too that I was texting guy recently. And I actually said, I'm really enjoying getting to know you and I'm enjoying the pace of this because it wasn't, wasn't every single second. What are you doing? Like the other guy was, Hey, how's your night at eight o'clock? And then again at 11 o'clock, how's your night? And I thought like my (laughs) night did not change. My night is still the same. I didn't even, I didn't even respond to the 11 o'clock one. The moon's um, still out. It's still night, dude. Back off, yeah, right? <laughs> it's the same night. I'm doing the same as I was at 8.15. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, okay. Another issue with power girls tends to be, according to this research that was done by a bunch of psychologists and was published in insider.com, if anybody is interested in looking it up, um, basically states that powerful women who are high performers, well-educated, strong, tend to attract and stay in toxic relationships more so than weaker women, which is not what you necessarily think, right? Right. Um, I I have to say, I think this is probably true. Um, I'm speaking from experience, but like before I was married with some of the relationships that I was in, um, obviously younger, but nevertheless, I stayed with guys longer than I definitely should have because of the way I was being treated, I think. Or not think, I know. Um, But anyway, some of this research basically says that we are used to working very hard, um, you know, setting goals, working towards those goals, planning things out, staying the course, not, you know, not worrying about extra time putting in. um, And therefore- So why would would your love affair be any different than that? Like what you're, you know- you're going to put in the work. You're going to try to fix something if it's not quite up to your, quite up to par, so to speak, with the guy. Right. You're going to stay the course, definitely. So you agree with that, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 And it also says that we are more likely to become um, addicted to toxic men than other women, maybe on the weaker side of the fence, because. Um, because we are, you hear my, this is like recording in my, in my office or my office in my closet. So everybody at home listening, you can hear my dogs having a fight. They're, one's a girl. She's definitely a power girl. The other one's right. a boy. Right. <laughs> oh Max my God. I'm going to murder my children. Um, anyway, so moving on, this is like lovely, like live recording. So here we go. Um, at any rate, um, we tend to be more addicted to toxic men because, um, we we don't want to give up after we put in the time. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 
I mean, listen, we're, we're, we're used to solving problems at work, um, setting goals, figuring, figuring things out and, and working it out until it's conquered, if you will. So if, and, and Mindy, if, especially if there are feelings and, um, toxic relationships, we don't, we don't try to get into those relationships with someone who's a narcissist or, you know, wants us to, uh, take care of them. But, if you're, if you're in a relationship with someone that you care about and there's an issue in the relationship, you want to be able to solve that. So we don't give up at work. And so we're not gonna give up at saying, I can not, not fix this person, but fix this situation or help them with their situation. Let's work it out. Like, what do we need to do A, B, C to get to a better place? So I do not want a <laughs> any toxic no, relationship. Don't want any toxic relation. No, we need to but. like open our eyes though. I think also this research was saying that powerful women tend to be more comfortable in their sexuality and therefore they can be blinded by chemistry and sex more so than other women. Um so but we need to be conscious of the fact that you know if something isn't right it's not right and not everybody is a project to fix, Correct. right? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't want to fix her upper. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Been there and no. done that. You know, I, I mean, I, but powerful women too are going to learn from our mistakes and know that if there was something in the past that we weren't going to um, allow in our life, I, we, we all want a relationship where we could build each other up, where you are bringing out the best of that person and they're bringing out the best in you. And, um, I don't, I'm not saying it has to be even Steven financially or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. As my battery is so low. I don't want to. That's okay. You. We're wrapping up anyway. Go ahead. Continue. So, yeah. I just, um, you want to be with someone that's going to compliment your life and they're going to compliment, you're going to compliment their life. They're going to compliment your life. And, and I'm talking in circles a little bit, but yeah, no fixer yeah, others. It's like icing on the cake. We always, I say that a lot on our, on the show that we, you know, we, we are the cake. We don't need the icing. It adds calories, but it tastes good. Right. right. And it's pretty. Right. <laughs> so, pretty. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So the moral of the story is you have to kiss a lot of frogs to get to the prince. So we have to pucker our lips and be happy to, I don't know, smack one on them. <laughs> Hope for the best. No we toads. We kiss more frogs. No toads. No toads. You said no. next time we were going to do our top, we were going to do our top 10. Yes. Besties, or we're we're going to do, yes, the top best 10 dates, not like relationships, but like, like situation and okay. top worst. We're going to record that, I think, in, in like a month. So we'll pick a date and we'll do that. That'll be a funny one. All right, chickadee. I know, I just know for a fact that I know some of yours. I can't wait to hear the rest. And everybody in this world needs to hear it too. <laughs> and mine too. <laughs> I'll see who coughs too, because they're both, oh my gosh, great. Good content for a book of some sort. That's for sure. All right. Well, thank you for joining me, my love. It. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Have a great right. night. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 
My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. This episode of The Race for the Ring was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned, multi-generational family jeweler is known for their handcrafted custom designs. Not only do they create stunning rings, they have an incredible array of personalized gemstones, personalized pieces, and of course, diamonds. Follow them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry or head over to their website at furcosfinejewelry.com. And if you use code MINDY15 when checking out, you'll get 15 15% off your first purchase. Happy shopping. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.